0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Western and Southern Financial Group, put our financial strength behind you. It's easy to get started. Visit WesternSouthern.com. Now batting, number one in our hearts. At least he'd like to think so. It's the Jim Day Podcast. Ah, oh, what a glorious time to be alive because we have returning to the pod today one of the greatest guests of all time. <laughs> I get a chuckle from him. <laughs> He's been on Dateline oh, NBC. He's been in the movie The Blind Side. He's been on stage with Brad Paisley. He's the red shortstop. All pales in comparison to being a member of the traveling jump rope team. Kyle Farmer. How are we doing?
1: Yeah, I'm great. That's you're a hype man if I oh, dang. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I'm good. All true though. I didn't lie about any of that.
0: There's not one line that,
1: no, you were 100%
0: true. Even the pale – everything pales in comparison to the traveling jump rope team?
1: Yeah, I people think that I'm embarrassed by that, but I'm actually proud of that. That is a hard thing to do is feeling travel jump rope team. Not everybody can say they've done, they've done that.
0: Well, I still want to get a, uh, a jump rope and see if you still got the skills. Could you jump right I'm in, in the and do it? Room. Oh, I do it in the weight room all the time. Really?
1: Yeah, but we – they don't have the double dutch ropes that I'm used, like I used to. I have to, I have to practice that double dutch. That's kind of hard, but yeah, just a normal jump rope. I can do some pretty cool tricks.
0: Yeah. No, I want the double dutch rope. But yeah. Well, give, me a, give me a week in advance. Double dutch. <laughs> double dutch. Yeah. That's what I want. Whether you like jump in, there's two people doing the rope and you jump in and you're even like, they might be singing, there might be some music on. I used to
1: do a pogo stick in it. Come on. I promise you, I used to do a pogo stick and I used to do uh, push-ups in the double dutch. Like, I'd go down to my like, in a push-up position and jump rope with my hands and feet in the air. But I I don't, that's back when I was like 90 pounds, so I don't know if uh, a 195 guy can do that right now.
0: Yeah, well, you lost his weight, though. You know, you're you're back to pogo stick weight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's good playing weight, good pogo stick weight.
0: All right. Obviously, we're going to talk baseball on this podcast, but sometimes that bores me. Yeah. We're going to talk That's about, uh, you know, baseball, how's it going, scrutiny, all types of stuff like that. But I got important things to talk about with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Most of it non baseball better Uh, we'll start with probably if i if i don't start with this question then i'm going to get a direct message again from granny how's granny
1: granny's great she's healthy she she uh recovered from hip surgery hip surgery hip therapy and uh she's tough uh like i think she's like 82 83 maybe and she is acting like she's still in her 50s you know she's she's tough she um in fact, she texted me uh, last night. Boy, you had a night. Fun to watch your interview with Jim Day. Let's do it again tonight.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she, she absolutely loves you. But Granny's doing well. She uh, She's the biggest baseball fan that I've ever known. Um, she still watches some minor league games that I know guys are playing in, and she follows up with everybody, and um, she's coming to uh, she's coming to Atlanta for the Atlanta Series, so
0: we'll see her there. Wish I could be there. She wishes you were there more than probably I was there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, do you know that Granny uh, direct messages me on social media? Granny talks with
1: DM's Jesse Winker. The Wink Come show, on, she does. And, oh yeah, Winker replies right back to her, and I'm like, what is going on? My (laughs) granny is sliding into the Reds
0: DMs. Would you like to know some of these? uh, Should I reveal some of these that she wrote to me? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Okay, you and the broadcasters can talk all you want about the rider shirts, et cetera, but we are talking about grown men with no helmets. Six question marks.
1: Yeah, she 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 texts me and goes, Don't forget to wear your helmet. I'm like, Okay, Granny
0: <laughs> You could tell Mr. Ryder Farmer, never too old for granny not to get on his butt.
1: <laughs> it's true. No, she uh, she uh I forgot we were in I was in Little Rock, Arkansas. And double a and i had a bad game i went over four with a couple of strikeouts and she didn't realize that i was in the group text between my mom my dad and her oh, she just no. thought it was those three and so i was in the she didn't realize i was in it <laughs> she says what's kyle's deal tonight needs to open his eyes he's swinging at stuff in the dirt <laughs> and i got back to the locker room and of course you know that's the last thing you want to see is your grandmother kind of dogging you and um but i would you know so I text back, I was like, I don't I don't need this right now. And sure enough, she called me right then. It's like, Lee, you listen here, you little head. I'm gonna yeah, I'm your biggest fan and uh I'm just trying I'm worried about you. You know, I'm just worried about you. So I mean she she she's not afraid to get into it, but she is a she's very positive and uh and pulls hard for the boys.
0: Oh, there's no doubt about it. Uh just one more. Since the players aren't going to entertain us, I guess we can talk, ha.
1: We're we not. Were we not scoring any runs or something? Yeah. She's really trying to get. Oh gosh, good for her. And
0: then she followed up that same one with Winker must have done something good. That's my wink. Yeah, it's yeah. Like she beams Winker, and
1: I'm like, "What are you doing? What are you doing, Wings? I'm talking to your grandmother right now." I'm like, "What?"
0: <laughs> She's a classic Southern lady. Love it. She is. Oh, yeah. She's a pistol. <laughs> well, she was Oh, She was also mad that I messed up your pending son's name. Apparently, I misspoke. And she oh, lit McCoy. me up. <laughs> I won't read that one. but She lit me up. Yeah. You,
1: when, when you don't think anybody's listening, she's listening.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I, I think I, I might have. What's your pending son's name? Pending son, McCoy. what a way to put that! <laughs> <laughs> pending, like a tech, like a yeah, like a transaction, like a
1: pack, like a package or something. Uh, uh, McCoy, I think you you called him like MacGyver or something. No,
0: it was the middle name I messed up. I, is it oh, James? My, yeah, my name I think I said James. John yeah. instead of James. Yeah, so what's the McCoy full name James. gonna be? McCoy James Farmer, gotcha strong that strong. is strong I think I said John yeah you so at my
1: at my wedding uh you know um well the priest that was doing it he like he started off the ceremony was like you know I baptized Kyle blah, blah blah so like he's known me forever and he announced me and Courtney as uh William Kyle Farmer And all the, the people in the st- in the crowd and Granny just on it, James. <laughs> and and he, he and but was embarrassing because he like he said he baptized me and he's known me forever, but then he got my name wrong in front of the whole ceremony. And of course, Granny wore him out about that. So I think that's where you have you got the in in the you reap the benefits of that.
0: <laughs> that's or like when I met granny I think it was in Atlanta all of a sudden I hear this lady screaming from the stands I'm like why is she screaming at me (laughs) I'm Kyle Farmer's grandpa oh (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) oh no yeah
0: and ever since it's been a friendship from heaven so when is the due date
1: uh it's early September um but he's Courtney right now is, she's about 30, I think 34 weeks today, actually. And, um, he's almost six pounds, so he's getting big and it's especially early September, but I think he might show up a week early. So
0: who knows? Wow. Big one.
1: Big yeah. Big. He's going to, he's going to be, he's going to be a thick boy, but, uh, we're excited. Courtney's excited. And, um, you know, she's, she's doing really well with the pregnancy and, and we're, we're very excited to welcome this boy into the world. I bet. Have you
0: thought about what, fatherhood's going to be probably a million times
1: a million times million and one times uh just um yeah just i'm excited i know that uh your whole i mean like your whole life changes you know no more trips to the bahamas as much as i used to uh yeah no more uh going on my my wednesday night uh, Houston's trips with my, with my friends to uh Houston's restaurant in the off season. So uh, it's going to be a change, but I'm excited. It's going to be good for us. And, uh, I've, I, I love, love kids. Um, and, uh, so I'm I'm really excited, but I can tell you something. I didn't know that Amir did. Amir, I think might love kids more than me, but in the first inning, Amir goes into the kids room in in, in the home and hangs out with the kids for like five minutes and then goes out to the bullpen. I didn't know that to the other day. Really? Yeah. So I thought that was really cool.
0: You mean the the, the family room off of the clubhouse where kids are hanging out? Yeah. hmm. Wow. Why do you think he does that? Just to
1: I think he himself, he just loves kids.
0: Just loves I think kids? so, yeah. Yeah. Well he's but a father. He's gonna now be a great too? dad too.
1: Yeah, he's gonna be a great dad. He's he, he's gonna be a great dad. I'm happy for him. Very cute baby.
0: Yeah. No doubt. We put that picture on the air, which I'm sure if you guys share pictures, we'll be putting your son on the air when it happens. All right. You, uh, this past week went to the Luke Bryan concert. Who yeah, I know Tucker days, went, who else from the team was there? It was me. All the wives went. So I'm just,
1: it was me, Tucker, Wade, Sonny uh Jeff Hoffman, Mike Mustakis, Tyler Stevenson, and uh Mike Freeman. Goodness. It was a good crisis. group.
0: That's more than I thought.
1: Yeah, it was a good group. It was a lot of fun. Um me and Tucker uh we were we were I think we were the closest ones. We were all kind of spread out cuz the tickets weren't together. Um but it was it was a lot of fun. Uh I had quite a few Bud Lights. That was fun. Um, <laughs> Off night, you're loud. What's that? Off night, you're allowed to have Bud Lights. Yeah, you got to let loose a little bit. Heck yeah. Um, but I sang every one of the songs, and uh, me and Tucker were just jamming together, and Sierra and Courtney were looking at us like we were crazy. So, per usual, but it was good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw the video on uh, social media. You guys had really good seats, like seats that pro baseball players would have.
1: Yeah, they were great. See, I'm trying to get Luke's. A, yeah, I was trying to get Luke's attention as much as I could, but he didn't. I guess he didn't really know I was there. I think.
0: <laughs> now, if you're trying to get his attention, do you do it in the Luke Bryan voice, or do you do it? As Kyle oh yeah, Bryan? yeah, yeah. Hey, Luke, look up here, <laughs> Luke.
1: People were looking around at me Like, what's this guy's deal? <laughs> but yeah, I, but like everybody who's new to the team, like one. Uh, he loves it, so I get to redo it all over again. And guys in the locker room are like, "Here we Tucker's like, here we go again." And Tanek like, "Do it again, do it again."
0: New meat, always <laughs> love meat. Fresh new meat, meat man. You can bring out that old
1: material. <laughs> I do, yeah. It's the only thing I got going for me. So I gotta, I gotta keep the boys
0: loose. <laughs> <laughs> People that listen to this podcast are probably like, oh, God, Jim's talking to Kyle Farmer about Luke Bryan again. Uh, yeah, he's not figured it out. Yeah,
1: but no, Naquin loves it. Um, I think Lopey heard it the other day, and he was like, wow, you sound just like it. I was like, yeah, I can keep going if you want. <laughs> Tucker and Jess, you're like, no, don't do it.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. It'll never get old to me, by the way, as you know, because I'm no. always teeing you up.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I love doing it, but I think it's funny that, you know, the new meat come in and we keep going with them.
0: Well, I, we're recording this on Saturday and on Friday night, you were the hero of the game. One of them, I interviewed you after the game and it took all of my power not to end the interview by saying, thank you very much, Luke.
1: <laughs> I, you should have. I don't, thanks, Jim. <laughs> thank you. Riverbend.
0: <laughs> what did he, did yeah. he say that? These days he loves Cincinnati and all that. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like,
1: Cincinnati, I love you. Riverbend, this is the coolest spot ever. (laughs) (laughs) And he was wearing like this cheesy shirt. He was a little like Thomas Rhett in this shirt. And I was like, what does that mean? I mean, he was like, he was wearing tight jeans and he was shaking, you know, he was shaking up there dancing. So whatever meme you see on like your search feed on the text like when you know send, send like a gif or a meme of luke bryan dancing he act he, it's like that constant it's really funny
0: he doesn't have the yeah. greatest moves i'm gonna have to be honest It's just he's like me up there trying to dance
1: he's like a poor man's. he's like a poor man's for scum you know like when he was for was teaching elvis presley how to dance in the movie yeah. hey do that again buddy and you know do that thing with your legs again these are my magic shoes.
0: <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Mama
1: said they take me anywhere.
0: <laughs> the riders, we need an update. Is uh, yeah, haven't heard as much lately. Is it is membership waning, or are we still going strong? It's it's slowing down a little bit.
1: We've had some cities with no scooters. Oh. Um, I forgot where we were that didn't have scooters, and it kind of broke up the squad a little bit.
0: Oh, man, that's
1: terrible. But, like, but like, when family's in town, guys' families in town or wives are in town, the scooter gang kind of breaks up. So, like, yeah. when we go on a long West Coast trip, that's when the gang gets back and we kind of, I guess, ride together. And, um, but Jesse was the leader of that, and um, uh, Jesse, he, he, he started kicking it back up last night again. He was he was big into uh any word that in an ER. Like he would call it he called like DJ. Like DJ like what he charts all the pitches. So Winker calls him some charter. He goes, hey charter. And then DJ goes, hey rider. And it, it's funny and then uh calls calls DB coacher, hey coacher. And just it, it it's just funny and everything in ER. Up. Everything
0: in ER. Yeah.
1: He could call you, hey, broadcaster.
0: <laughs> oh, there's a lot of other ER names you could call me. Yeah. Leave that's that for funny another day, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, because I can edit yeah, this. Jesse, I, if you make fun of me, I can edit it out. I'm not going to make fun of you. Um, um, I'm easy. But, uh, I'm easy target.
1: <laughs> you are an easy target. Thank you.
0: I'm very self aware.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Easy to pick on. That's tough. Uh, but, now Jesse's doing well. He, he's, he's got the riders going. and then uh, But the membership's always open. Whoever wants to join in, it's fun. It's you fun. had
0: said that you guys were getting gear. Now, what, did this fall by the wayside, this gear? I guess
1: Amazon just didn't deliver it. I don't know. Our Tucker just couldn't find it. We, we were supposed to get gear. Uh, John Boyce, because Jesse went on there for um for an interview slash podcast thing so he sent us some some rider shirts and um i got some bat decals made that those were cool um but yeah the the merchandise has kind of gone down a little bit no no vest or anything so
0: i was looking forward to the Hopefully vest. if you got up. like some leather vests and the
1: video yeah, of that
0: so sweet hit bp in those things and then get hop on the scooter you <laughs> would take bp i would have yeah for sure For sure. (laughs) Just one time. See what it was like. Oh, absolutely. I know you're tight with Sonny Gray. Mm -hmm. What do you think of, uh, and I don't know if you witnessed it, but it's the second time that he's in mid-start gone and stripped naked and changed his clothes. And I, first time he did it, I forget who it was. It was in the clubhouse. It was like, looked over and like, eh, someone... I don't know, someone's showering or something. Wait, that's the starting pitcher. And it's mid-game. Yeah. What's he standing there naked for? We were we were in
1: Miami two years ago in 19. I think that was the first time I've seen him do it. Yeah, Someone walked in and he was butt naked in a locker room and like the fourth in him. i <laughs> be like, hey, you all right? He's like, you got to start over. Got to start over. Just got to start over. And he came back out and he shoved. And then i think he did it in kansas city and someone's like what's going on no he he does sonny is the quirkiest guy i know and uh but he gets a job done whatever he's got to do he's got to do and he gets it done he knows he knows himself more than anybody else knows himself that makes sense like yeah. uh and he's just comfortable the most comfortable in his own skin and he he just does what he needs to do and he does it. And, but it's just so funny how he has to. Like, I've, like, people go in, like, they may, they might change cleats, they might change arm sleeves, they might just redo their wrist tape or something just to kind of switch up the mojo. But no, he changes everything. But like, before it starts, I think I saw him one time. He laid out his whole uniform, like a human body on the floor. I think Deion Sanders did it, I think, one time. I think there's a picture, like a, a murder scene. You know the whole like a Dexter scene, the whole jersey, the whole jersey, the pants, the hat, the cleats, the socks—they're all lined up perfectly like a human body on the floor. And he left it there until he put his clothes
0: on. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh! He—you'll talk to him, like we'll interview him, and he goes on these little like tangents, or just he'll go off like, and start talking about something else.
1: Yeah, his—he his, he uses if you can see Kyle right now, he's
0: doing hand motions then he sits Indian
1: style in the chair.
0: Yeah. He's got his hands. But he like, he
1: like, it's like he's, he's thinking something over on the right side of his head, but then he's looking over at something on the left side. He can't quite figure out like how to combine the two. And then he like starts talking with his hands like this. I love watching his interviews because you know, I know what's going on in his head. He's trying to describe it to a, like a non-baseball player in a non-baseball term but baseball players know what he's talking about so it's it's really funny and then uh if you watch if you watch how his son interacts with people it's the exact same way as something really gunner oh man that his his both of his sons are awesome uh but right now gunner's learning how to rollerblade he wants to play hockey And I went. we went over to his house the other day and he was running around the house and rollerblades learning learning and Sure enough, he got good at it and he, like Sonny's one of the most athletic people I've known. Yeah. And his son is gonna be even more athletic. So uh it's he's just he's one of a kind and he's raising his boys like him and, and they're gonna be studs too. He
0: when he does that answer, and you're exactly right, he'll be looking left and something's going on the right, and he's yeah. using his hands. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll like get off on such a tangent, he'll come back and say, What was the question again? yeah <laughs> like a minute
1: answer <laughs> uh kirk as would always used to yell like squirrel and like <laughs> he would know, like, like react to like, it like, no that's like oh. that's what like he, that's how he acts like if, oh i got if he's you. in the middle of something something else will pop up like squirrel and be like oh okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh it's so funny that's hilarious just everyone it's just everywhere well when he um this last time when he stripped down and started over, he called himself an angry little elf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a, trying to figure sunny. out what that means. That's
1: son- no, no one knows. That's just Sunny. I don't know. That's just him being him. I, I've never heard him say that, which is not, which is not ironic. I mean, he says himself. I've never heard either. So those Vandy boys, man, I'll tell you. They get the job done, though.
0: Yeah, I know you're. You were sick of man. You had well now that like, sally has gone, it's it's not as much ganging up on you, I'm sure. But you, as a Georgia guy, you probably get sick of the Vandy boys and their talk.
1: Um, I did, but then I became jealous. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, so I don't. Not not many people know this that, but DJ recruited me at Vanderbilt to go to Vandy, really? and. Yeah, he was he was the pitching coach and recruiting coordinator, I believe. And he was recruiting me. And I took the ACT and uh he called me and was like, Hey, you know, we really want you to come to Vandy, but um we're gonna need you to take the ACT again. I said, oh, uh, yeah, not gonna happen. I you know, he's like, Well, you can't get it like we won't we can't we'll have a really tough time getting you into school if you you know, you gotta score a little higher. I said, Listen, man, I I tried my hardest on that and I just that's as, just as much as it's gonna get
0: and he was like
1: all right well let me know if you take it again I'm like okay <laughs> he never did
0: so you went to the higher learning institution of Georgia
1: yes I learned how to um funnel a beer learned how to shotgun a beer um knew what uh Every fraternity and sorority uh, Greek letters meant that was a tough one for me for a little bit, and then um, yeah, I mean, had a good time, had a great time. I bet.
0: <laughs> what about your your guy up the middle there? India is a gator. How, a gator. How's that? Yeah, go?
1: I'm just glad I didn't play against him when he, we were there. I, I I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but I. Ooh, Florida. Um, (laughs) Yeah, blue jean shorts, whatever you got. I mean, I used to love going down to the Georgia-Florida football game, and you can just tell the difference in, like – I don't know how to say this. um, But, like, Georgia fans and Florida fans, I mean, they're very similar in ways of, like, how much they love their college and stuff, but, man, those – those Gator fans are tough. They're mean. Like, they're just like, ugh. and like, I did not like going down. I mean, Florida baseball beat our butts every year. So I can't deny that. Like they whooped us. That's when they had, um, Mike Zanino, Nolan Fontana, Austin Maddox. Um, their team was loaded. But I hated going down there because their stands didn't have, like, an overhang over the stands, and they had metal bleachers. So, oh. like, on a Saturday day game, oh, Blinded. man, it was awful. Then you hear, like, donut, done all that gator bait. I'm like, oh, God, this is terrible. But uh <laughs> John John is – I wouldn't – I don't consider him a Florida gator. He doesn't have like many gators that I know. But uh good player. And, um yeah. Nothing else about the Gators.
0: <laughs> you're you're <No>. squirming <laughs> uncomfortably. People could see. Yeah, it right I, <laughs> I know. how to get under your like skin it. now, Vandy like Florida Gators. Yeah. Now, you just if you want to get under my skin,
1: just say "anchor down." Like that's what the band, all the Vandy guys say. Let's just say it, Vandy boys. But it's turned into a jealousy, a jealous moment for me because I wish I kind of I, I'm glad I went to Georgia, but. Uh, maybe I should have taken the ACT again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that test. Uh, I don't know some of those tests. Like people that uh, no. did really well on those tests, I'm like, that doesn't make you smarter than me. Maybe book smart. No, it me. doesn't.
1: No, <laughs> they can't walk down the street and chew gum at the same time. But they can take the ACT. I went to
0: I went to school with some people who will go nameless that literally, like we're they would ace every test you give them. They're so book smart, but every day, like they'd ask you the just simple questions. Like you really don't know that just every day. Yeah. Not so smart.
1: I'll take a street smart over book. <laughs> yeah, smart.
0: absolutely. All right. I asked you some similar questions on TV. We're going to ask a couple just for this audience. Who's the best dresser on the team or give me a few. Uh.
1: You know, the style has changed over the past three years. It's it crazy. Has. It's um, gone more cash. Way more cash. Way more TikToky
0: y cash. Um, TikTok-y cash? Now, what is that?
1: TikTok. You know, like, I don't have a TikTok, but I can see, like, I think TikTok turned into casual attire because of all this COVID stuff. So now companies are making, like, nice-looking casual wear, Yeah, that makes sense which is cool. But like Tucker, Tucker's got he's at top notch. Like professional look, great, you know, he can he wears clothes with the best <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh um but John's got some swag. India John's got some like yeah, he's got some he got some good swags, Miami swag.
0: Plus he's got that um, man bun going on when he pulls the hair up, adds, so he looks a little sophisticated.
1: That adds like that's like plus two or three for sure to him to his style so yeah he's got some swag he's got a good shoe game um gino always looks good winker winker's got like a an interesting look but it, it works for him uh very colorful now he used to be um,
0: amongst the worst what happened did someone have an intervention
1: i think did it the, the time change to him no i think <laughs> oh, that like it
0: came around to him nice it
1: came around to him so like now he's like swagged out but like Three years ago, I'd be like, "Why are you wearing that?" But now it's like <laughs> it's in. Uh, Joey, of course, always looks good. He's got Gucci all over, which is cool.
0: He can adapt um, with the
1: times too. He can, Joe, for sure. Yeah. Joey's, yeah, he's like that chameleon. You know, he can just he can adapt with anybody, which is
0: really cool. For what I do, Kyle Farmer is the gift that just keeps on giving. And I hope you're enjoying this behind the scenes conversation with Kyle. And we'll get back to it after this message from Western and Southern Financial Group. Life is full of questions, like when should I start thinking about life insurance? But however difficult these questions may be, Western and Southern can help you answer them. Backed by over 130 years of experience, together we can look ahead to leave the unknown behind. Western and Southern Financial Group, life insurance, retirement, and investments.
1: Products issued by member companies of Western and Southern Financial Group, Cincinnati, Ohio. It's really cool to see Joey, uh, how he has interacted with like all the young guys on the team and stuff. It's like a uh, different person. It's, it's really cool to see. It's awesome. Uh, he's really bought into it, and uh, I think that's why um, our team is good right now, I think, because of Joey and how he's... Um, really come around to the to the changes in the game and and he's always trying to learn and, and stuff it's really cool
0: it's like a completely different person like someone just said one day all right joe it's time to be social and <laughs> it's awesome
1: yeah it's cool he uh like in 19 when i got here i didn't really know how to approach him so i didn't really get to know him that well then last year we kind of got to know each other and this year it's gotten a lot better and uh, you can just see how he's just completely changed his outlook on, uh, I guess, having – he he's, he always says, I want to have fun again. I want to have fun again. Yeah. And he's starting to have fun, which is cool.
0: Yeah, I know. I love to see it. I think there's – he he kind of answered some questions where you could kind of read between the lines where he kind of regretted not stopping and smelling the roses earlier on in his career. He's He was so intense and so locked in. Not that he's not – locked in now but it's in a different way but he was just so intense i didn't know how to approach him either it took me years to crack that egg
1: mm. yeah that's it's tough but uh, you got to kid around with him too
0: uh he has great sense we of humor were hitting bp
1: yeah we were hitting bp and i was like golly i've never seen a 42 year old hit the ball that far <laughs> and, and, then, and then he was wearing like these nice really nice gucci like slides or Louis Vuitton slides. And I was like, they hand those out at the nursing home. And those are nice. (laughs) (laughs) And he started, he gave me like one of those really like genuine laughs. He's like, it's pretty good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is great. Now I don't know if you want to indict teammates on the flip side, who are some of the not so good dressers on the team? and where do you fit in
1: right there probably not so good dresser i don't really i my wife has helped me out a lot with uh my style and it's come a long way if you had seen me in college it was just it was like light jeans cowboy boots and a hanes t-shirt walking around um but yeah i don't i don't dress very well i don't really care enough to i mean Courtney likes me the way I am, so I'm just gonna stick with that.
0: Oh, uh, I love grand.
1: Yeah, it is beautiful. And uh, but now I will probably I'm not a very good dresser. Um Golly. I can see that. I'm mind not gonna working. throw anybody else on the boat. I'm just gonna
0: who you can say and who
1: yeah, I'm, I'm not allowed to. In the bus. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything on that because it's. I'm just going to bury myself.
0: I tried. That's why I put it on you. Is there a teammate that spends the most time in front of the mirror?
1: It used to be uh,
0: Robert Stevenson. Uh,
1: Robert Stevenson. Oh my gosh! Never seen a dude in the front of a mirror that long. Like, dude, your hair is just getting longer the more you look at yourself. Like, it's it's almost game time. You got in there after BP. <laughs> And then, uh, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't see anybody in front of the mirror anymore, which is interesting. I mean, guys are just, it's like that casual, it's that casual look now, you know, wearing hats and, and, um, I think people are starting to find the important things in life.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know, you just slap a hat on and it's all good instead of sitting there gelling up for.
1: Yeah. That's what I do.
0: Getting. (laughs) That's why I'm losing my hair. What do you got there? What is that?
1: It's like a, it's like a foam roller thing, little uh, soft tissue. Oh, I got
0: you. Who's the goofiest teammate? Who Who's in that category? Nate, uh,
1: Nate Tyler, Naquin, for sure. Really, Tyler Naquin had he him was. on the
0: pod recently. He...
1: Yeah, he's incredible. He's <clears throat> he keeps our locker room loose, and you just never know what's going to come out of his mouth. Like, really, he, he will make the most ironic noises. Like he does this really good T Rex impression. And like, he can like like, 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 I can't do it, but he like makes this noise. that sounds like a T-Rex and like, we'll be walking. We were in, like, we'll be in Chicago going to dinner or something and he'll be on the other side of the sidewalk. And all of a sudden you see him walking like a T-Rex with those short little arms. And he like makes these Jurassic Park noises and we just die and laugh. Well,
0: last uh, night I saw him <laughs> strutting down the dugout and he was walking like, I don't know, how can I put this?
1: Is he swing, swinging his hips?
0: Yes. What is that?
1: We really wanted him to walk up to bat like that. Like put the bat over his shoulders and just swing his hips like that.
0: So he's goofy. Yeah. I didn't get the goofiness out of him on our podcast. We talked about a lot of serious stuff. I'm going to have to have him back for the team up for some goofy stuff.
1: You got to get him to do the T-Rex. <laughs> okay. Like Maybe today at the field, ask him to do the T-Rex just to get you a little, little taste of it.
0: Well, he wonder where I got that from. Well, who told you about the T
1: Rex? Just tell him that you saw him walking down the street and you were doing it. <laughs> like I saw you walking down the street the other day and you were like, I heard like this Jurassic Park T Rex noise, and like you had your arms like a T Rex claw, and I just didn't know what
0: was going on. <sighs> All right, I'm definitely gonna do that. Who never shuts up? Ooh. Besides you. Uh and, yeah. and Miley. Uh, Yeah, I don't know
1: how Wade sees deer when he goes hunting. Like, (laughs) no, I love that dude. Uh, uh, Winker, Winker doesn't stop, which is good sometimes. Like, bad bench guy. He should not ever be a bench player. Nope, just (laughs) keep him playing every day. (laughs) We always, we always tell him that when he has like a day off or something, and he's on the bench, we're like, David, put him in the game,
0: just. Put him in the game. (laughs) He's wearing us out. (laughs) He's crushing us. Well, what about Wade in the dugout? Even uh, when he's starting, when he's pitching. No, it's worse
1: when he's pitching. Like (laughs) starter, starting pitchers are very quirky and like very like you don't know whether they're going to talk to you. Like I remember playing with Kershaw, and you didn't. You weren't supposed to say a word to Kershaw. Like on his start day. You don't say a word, and his locker was right next to mine. So, like, he would show up, and I'd be like, "Oh gosh!" Like, I'm very talkative, very friendly guy, and he'd come in. I say, and he look at me, and he goes, "Hey," and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to the cafeteria now." Uh, so I, yeah, but like pitchers are very weird in that. But like Wade, he he talks more on his start days than he does normally, and then Wade will come out eating a Hershey bar. Straight to the bullpen, which is incredible, and they'll go out and throw seven shutout innings. Um, but we, what people don't know about Wade is that on his no-hit night, he might you might have talked about this, but he was in a, it was raining that night, and Wade kept saying, "All right, call it, bang it, let's bang this game. Play doubleheader tomorrow." Yeah, uh, tarps on, tarps on. We were we were on there kidding around. We were like, "Wade, if you don't stop saying that, we're not we're just not going to go out there when we play." And sure, and hey, doing no hitter, it
0: was incredible. He does it all the time, though, he says, right? When it's raining, up oh, got to bang it. We're, we're done. Bang it, yeah. And, it, and you never really tell a position player to bang it because we either get
1: excited, we get like, oh, they're banging it? You know, and then you know, gets our
0: hopes up. <laughs> hey, I forgot something with Sonny. I, I got to go, circle back to this. When he got pine tar on his pants and then he's rubbing it into the, his butt into the mound like a dog. <laughs> Did you see it at the time or what? Yeah. Oh yeah. God, what's going on with Sonny?
1: Once again, one of the, one of his quirky quirky thing. He doesn't care.
0: But he changes mid game to start over. But he refused to change his pants at that instance. He would rather he go well, out there and rub his butt on the mound.
1: Yeah. I. I I know it doesn't make any sense.
0: That's just Sonny, though. That's Sonny, Sonny Mac. If you needed advice on a romantic date for you and Courtney, which teammate are you asking? Hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. Your reaction is like I can't believe you just asked me that.
1: Or <laughs> uh, I, Tucker. Tucker's very romantic. Yeah. Uh, he he, uh, very romantic. Like we went, me and Courtney went to Boca the other night. And I would text him about what to get there. So he, I guess he's my go-to text when I want a romantic, yeah, date or not sure what kind of food to get at a restaurant. But ew,
0: I, yeah, he's got it going on, and he can cook the meal too
1: at home. If he can cook too, he has yet to cook for us, but he 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 said he will. But there's not too many softies on our team, like. Locker room softies. They might be at home, but like, uh, Gino's pretty romantic. I would say, um, that's it. No, I, I I can't, I can't really speak on that.
0: (laughs) This one might be a tough question. This is about you. What's a, what's something people might not know about you. What's a personal fact that no one would guess Hmm. or that would surprise Hmm. people? Are you just an open book? Nothing would surprise Oh gosh, I
1: I what you see is what you get with me. I don't think I have any anything in the That's what I in the dark right and in, the, in the, anymore. No, I think uh, I've I've spilled my guts to you,
0: <laughs> which is I, which is fantastic. Which is why you're back on this podcast.
1: Yeah, I I like to hunt. I like to fish. and I love every day. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, there's nothing really. I, I, uh, no, you got it all. I can,
0: I mean, I can think of some stuff.
1: Oh, I went to fourth grade twice.
0: You went to fourth grade twice. What happened?
1: Uh, I think my dad told me that my age was, I think he used the age thing, age card on me because I have an August birthday. And so I went to kindergarten Mm -hmm. as a, I was the youngest one in my grade. And I always played up in sports in that grade level, and they wanted to keep me – I guess they wanted me to get back to my age group. So, I was now – I then became the oldest in the grade instead of the youngest. So, they chose fourth grade because most of my friends that I went to school with went to pre-K, and I never went to pre-K or pre-first. I just went to kindergarten and first grade. So, um, man, did I ace that second fourth grade, though. (laughs)
0: I wish they would have done that for me because the the years difference as far as athletics go, well, actually huge. for everything, the huge difference, huge. Like I played my uh, high school football year, I was a young seventeen. So yeah, that's yeah. it's like if, if I, had I been eighteen, like
1: now we're talking. Oh, it's com- it's completely different. Yeah. yeah, I would have I would have graduated at seventeen going to be 18 then I was then instead I was 18 graduated going to be a 19 year old freshman so
0: in college so it, it helped me out a lot yeah that's huge what's worse catching or playing shortstop with number 52
1: oh man
0: <laughs> god
1: 52 is a tough number
0: you do you do look different with 17 man I got to tell you, when I, I look at yeah. the old footage, and I'm like, wow, who's 52? Oh, that's Farmer out there. That is 52, you playing shortstop." Oh. <laughs> uh, Would you say you look like you know, Ray go, Lewis out there?
1: Yeah. God, just a tank. <laughs> but no, Garcia wears 52, a pitcher, and I see that number, and I just see my name on the back of it. Like, it just looks like me. I'm like, God, that was such a – I mean, he, he wears it well, but that was such a bad number for me. <laughs> I was sixty five. I, w- I made my debut in L.A. wearing number sixty five. Oh, <laughs> you want to talk about looking thick?
0: Yeah, Ooh. but you look good with that. What was it? A walk off hit, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Walk off double. Sunday night baseball.
0: Nice. That's that cool. large. That was really cool. Sixty five. Courtney, Courtney or not. was
1: there for that. Yeah, Courtney was there for that. That was really cool.
0: How uh, how tough is it right now? Let's talk about something serious, Kyle. Because uh, mm-hmm. i got to talk about baseball before we wrap this up. I can't do everything non-baseball. Although it's more entertaining. I know. This abdominal thing, man, you're playing to the pain all the time. How, how, how hard is it? It's pretty tough. Um,
1: uh, it's hard. It, it's really hard. So on some plays, like when I run – when i I turn it into gear like another gear to try and stretch a single to a double that hurts When I dive head first it hurts um like two days ago it was really really sore um it feels like a like a knife is kind of just stabbing you in that area it stinks but um you know i grew up my I, i don't know i just grew up my dad never really like felt sorry for me when I was hurt. My mom never felt sorry. Granny was tough. You know, they they just said, get back out there and play through it. And um, so I grew up with a pretty big pain tolerance um, playing football and stuff. So I played through some, through so many injuries in my career. Um, Like my freshman year of college, I broke my handmade bone. I came back after two weeks after surgery and and kind of my grip strength wasn't there, but I, but I played through that. Um, I just, you know, you never really know when when baseball is going to go away for you and little bumps and bruises really won't won't affect you i mean it will it might but i mean if you put your focus on something else the pain kind of goes away a little bit so um that's just how i grew up i grew up just to be tough and just to keep grinding through stuff
0: i know back in spring training or in the offseason you kept saying now uh, you kept looking at like twitter see if the reds were going to sign a yeah. short stop Um, I, I I think, listen, love you to death. Obviously I I just love your personality, but your story is incredible that you're Mm -hmm. the all time percentage leader in fielding at the university of Georgia, which is a good baseball school. And then the Dodgers convert you into a catcher and say, you can't play shortstop. And you come over here Mm -hmm. and you're third catcher, but can play all over the field. But keep telling him, I can, I can play shortstop, man. I can play shortstop. Mm. But then you finally get the chance. It's like, wow, this guy's really good at shortstop. Yeah. And I just think the story is incredible, however long it lasts. I don't care if it ends tomorrow. It's an incredible right. story. Um, is it? I know it's been your dream, man. It, it's, and I know there's yes. been you would love to have more success at the plate. Who wouldn't? But what's it been? Is it, are You living the dream?
1: Yeah, the, the dream's nice right now. I um, I kind of have to thank my wife for for kind of pushing me to keep speaking up because I'm the kind of person that goes under the radar just kind of does my thing. But she was like, "No, keep saying it. Keep telling them you want to play. Keep telling me you want to play." So I ended up just telling David and uh, got an opportunity to do it. But probably the most satisfying thing this year has been uh, playing in LA against the Dodgers, playing shortstop and getting two big hits and winning that game at shortstop and yeah. just kind of like it's pretty full circle. Like I said, in an interview after the game, but uh, that was probably the coolest thing was playing short in Dondra stadium against the team that drafted me thinking that I couldn't play short and uh, going out there and, and, and doing my thing. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's been a long journey. It's been a long road and, um, I don't really look at Twitter anymore because those people are kind of nuts. So I just kind of, uh, they like to, you know, talk behind their keypads and, and they think they know the game of baseball. So yeah. it's, but it is what it is.
0: I I was going to ask you about the scrutiny, but you kind of answered it that you've kind of shut Twitter out, but you know, there's there's scrutiny. It doesn't matter who you are. I mean, Votto gets a lot of it and he's been a yeah. great player, but, there's always talk of uh, the Reds need a shortstop. The Reds need a shortstop. Who are they going to get? Let's make right. a trade. How, yeah. It has to be tough to handle.
1: Yeah, it is. I, I mean, it sucks hearing people say that they want a shortstop, but I get it. I mean, I clearly they they don't. I mean, I've never played shortstop before in the big league. so they, they want some big-name star uh, playing short. But um, as it turns out, I'm playing – defensively better than most of the stars at shortstop. So which they don't really understand. Um, Yeah. I could be hitting a lot better as anybody wishes they were. Um, But um, I mean, I get, I get what people are saying. They want, they want a Trevor story. They want a Lindor. They want the big name out there,
0: um, which is cool. But um, you know, it is what it is. Now, obviously the most important thing, because I've seen the way the teammates uh, react to you and if you were in front of a group of people yelling at you like that, there would be teammates that would come to your rescue. You are their shortstop. I mean, you're. The, if you ask them, they don't. They don't need to add a shortstop. How does that make you feel? when The teammates would react like that because I know they would.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I think um, that's probably the best thing that you can ask for on a team is someone is your teammates add your back. I think the number one thing on being on a team is to be a good team player. You could be an average baseball player, but if you're a great teammate that goes a lot further. And, uh, I know the guys on the team have my back and cause I know that I'm, that I'll play hard behind whoever's pitching and, and I'll give my best effort each day. Um, so I think that's pretty cool that they would, they would have my back. I know they, they want me out there, which is, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I mean you make the plays that need to be made and beyond that. And you're doing it through some pain, so it's been fun to watch. You're my shortstop, Kyle.
1: <laughs> I'm Granny's too.
0: <laughs> I'm Granny's something. I don't know what it is. I, I think she likes hey, to vent to me. Uh, yeah.
1: I yeah, yeah, you might want to <laughs> talk to her about that. Where where how do where do we stand,
0: Granny? What are me and you? <laughs> I should I should yeah she'll put me in my place which we all need i don't know she might ask you to marry her who knows
1: <laughs> she loves barry larkin too she really loves some barry oh yeah loves barry well you he know it's very so mutual he's been
0: singing your praises he loves him some kyle farmer now
1: oh well that's what she said and i appreciate him i mean it's nice having a hall of famer have your back
0: well, he knows the importance of, uh, it's defense first out there at shortstop. And, uh, he's seen, uh, sure. you know, if it's, the, you're not playing good defense out there, that really gets under his skin. So, yeah,
1: I mean, he's, he was a gold glove Hall of Famer. So yeah. I, I mean, he, he knows the best.
0: Yeah. Well, that's gotta make you feel good. That's, that's good stuff. For sure. All right. I'm going to turn you loose. Thanks again. I, I, Love having that you on fun. because you take us inside the clubhouse and you give us the human side of things that uh, we yeah. wouldn't otherwise know. I, yeah,
1: as people should know, get a little sense, get a little taste of it.
0: Yeah, which you you could probably have broadcasting in the future if you want that. I know you might dabble in I, yeah your broadcasting.
1: I don't know what I want. I've I've gone back and forth broadcasting or or uh, or managing real estate construction. Who knows? I I don't know what I'm going to do. Wow, I, I want to keep playing for a little bit, but we'll see.
0: Hey, didn't Vado say he'd be your bench coach?
1: Yeah. I said, What if I get the job in Toronto? He goes, I'm there. He goes, if you ever if someone doesn't hustle, you tell me to go get him out of the game, I'll go look him right in the face. I don't care if it's the biggest dude out there, I'll look him right in the face and say, You're out. I was like, All right, Joe, I'm gonna hold you to it. You'd be the
0: richest bench coach in the league. He was, yeah. <laughs> no doubt about that. He cool you know, there. I wouldn't put it past him. He, he might do it.
1: No. No, he would definitely do it. If I called him up and I asked him, he
0: said, yes, I'll do it for sure. Fado, the bench coach, under Farmer. That would be great. God, to would be amazing. Future manager of the Cincinnati Reds, Kyle Farmer, who knows? Never know what 20, can happen. Let's see.
1: twenty twenty forty one.
0: Oh my gosh! I might be dead. Yeah, baseball is still around. <laughs> Let's hope everything is still around the way we're going right now. Uh, I remember
1: I, I was on second base. We were or no Yelich was on second base. And I was at short. It was like in between pitching changes or something. I was like, "How you doing?" He goes, "Oh, just grinding, grinding." I was like, "Yeah, me, yeah, like yeah, me too." He was like, "I got seven more years of this," and I was like. Yeah, I'll be drinking a beer watching you play, man. Have fun.
0: <laughs> oh. All right, Luke, we're gonna turn you loose.
1: Thanks, Jim. It's been so much fun. I'm gonna go and have me a cold beverage
0: <laughs> of water. Take some dance lessons, Luke. For please, oh, God, these <laughs> hips, these hips can move. All right, always good for a laugh good luck the rest of the way man i hope you guys get uh, get on a run here that that would be fun to watch so yeah would jim i hope so we'll see all right that is the one and only kyle farmer yes sir the renaissance man (laughs) (laughs) thanks for checking us out everyone it is the jim day podcast and we will see you on down the road